Welcome to the Ready Eddy Podcast, where we tell the story of startups in the outdoor sport industry through the voice of their founders. Before we get into today's podcast episode, I wanted to talk about the Red Yeti membership program, which we launched in the last six months. On this program, members can gain access to discounts of up to 50% off 70 plus startups in the outdoor space. In the last month alone, we've added 10 startups to the platform, and it doesn't look like we're slowing down anytime soon. Our goal is to have hundreds of startups on this platform so that members can go on and discover new brands that really align with their values and take advantage of all the discounts that are offered. In addition, members can apply to become ambassadors for these startups, all from one location. You fill out one form and then you just check which startups you'd like to have it sent to. We also are offering and showcasing all of the brand's new products that they're working on, showcasing prototypes and things like that, so you can really be kept up to date on everything new and unique that they're offering. We also are going to be doing some collaboration with these brands, showcasing some unique limited edition product that's only offered to Ready Yeti members. And lastly, we have a private Facebook group for all active members so that you guys can get to know each other, communicate, hang out, um, and really uh, get to know each other and help us build this movement in the outdoor space. So if you want to check this out, you can head over to readyyeti.com slash members and enter the code Yeti podcast to get your first month free. What is going on, Ready Yeti podcast listeners? Josh Savile here, your host on today's episode. I'm sitting down with the two founders of uh, Parks Preserve, uh, Chad and Devin. What's going on, guys? Going good, Josh. Hey, guys. Super stoked to be here, Josh. Without a doubt. So this is one of our few live episodes, which is kind of fun. So uh, you won't hear as many awkward pauses between our, <laughs> our conversations that you might get on some other episodes when we can't quite see each other. Um, but uh, for the listener that may not be familiar with Parks Preserve, wh- what do you guys do? What are you, what are you all about? We're a mission-driven, mission-driven uh, brand with a purpose, and we give 50% of our profits back to state and national parks. And it's something that we're very passionate about because of some of the spiritual and transformative experiences that we've gained throughout the parks. And we have a strong why, and we're very passionate about this. So it's, it's you know, fun to talk to you about today. That's awesome. So you guys offer a lot of lifestyle products, packs, um, basically accessories for people who love getting outside and obviously experiencing the parks, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so what drove you guys to start uh, this business? Um, for the past five years, I've been building my company, Decking Creations, and I've had an opportunity to kind of harness my craft with my woodworking and leatherworking and been able to work with some awesome companies and kind of get an idea of where to go. Devin and I have worked together in the past, and we've learned a lot from our processes down the line. And it was very important for us to kind of find something that gave us a strong purpose and something that we were really passionate about. So we naturally flocked to the national parks and the state parks because they, like I said, have been super transformative places through us, for us throughout our lives. And that was, that was why we started it. We kind of took our talents and see, like, what could we give back to something we're passionate about? And it just kind of organically happened. That's really awesome. And, you know, we wanted to do, some, we wanted to do something that just didn't feel like work to us. Right. And something that, just to reiterate what Chad said, um, each and every thing that we did for this 
we knew that we would be making the impact that we wanted to. So that's really awesome. So you guys are originally from California, both the same town. Yeah, same, same town. town. So you, high school. That's how you met. Yeah. yeah. And and we just stayed connected ever since. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So did you guys know that you always wanted to start a business together or was it sort of just like, hey, let's do this? <laughs> you know, I, I think both of us kind of had an entrepreneurial mindset. And from that, I mean, I started mowing lawns and selling stuff on eBay. And, and it was, it just didn't have enough there. So I, I took a trip uh, about seven years ago to Zion with my good friend Corey and Brandon. Zion's awesome. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and, and Oh yeah. And, and from that trip, it really transformed me as a person and it kind of brought me down to the core of who I was. And that's when I really fell in love with our park system and our public lands. It was, it really gave me uh, kind of a, a spiritual a vehicle to, to, you know, move forward. And from that, I was doing, I doing real estate at the time and just, I, I stopped doing that and I immediately came back and we started uh, Deckney Creations. And now those, um, you know, skills that have been building up for five years, Devin and I have came together and, mm -hmm. and now we have Parks Reserve, something we're really passionate about. And it's, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. Me and this guy have always had a nice little witty repartee <laughs> going back and forth between us and uh i've had i've you know been blessed with the opportunity to get a lot of experience in the new york tech startup scene and it really gave me um you know a lot of good insight about how to kind of build things up and a lot of lessons to be learned and you know uh, we definitely have just like a natural fit to work together um and it's it's no matter what if i have an idea in the middle of the night and I'm on East Coast time, I'll call Chad and wake him up. Like, hey, I got to tell you about something. Um, and constantly on the phone exchanging ideas. So it just made sense to put those ideas to good use. Right, right, right. And I, I want to focus on the fact that uh, a lot of companies, while they have a social aspect to them, like they'll partner with like 1% for the planet, mm -hmm. but that's exactly it. It's 1% of all revenue. You guys donate 50%. Right. Um, so I just want to focus on that for the listener that may not be aware of that so far, that literally half of what you guys make goes to the parks, um, which I think is really awesome. I don't know of another brand that does that, like large of a percentage. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if there is one that you know of as well. Uh, but what made you guys go 50%? Why? why? Well, um, we're vertically integrated. Uh, we from Deckney, we're able to do a lot of the manufacturing in-house. We've taken an e-commerce approach, uh, so we've really been able to you know, know our numbers and, and crunch in. Uh, Devin takes care of a lot of our finances to make sure that everything's allocated correctly and we have you know, overviews of that consistently. And it's, it's really, we're passionate about it. And we want to make the biggest difference that we can. So that's that's why we chose that number. It, it, it has it has worth and it's sustainable from us. Yeah, we've we've gone over everything and we know it's a sustainable throughout the long haul for us. Yeah, and you know, to Chad's point, we had talked a lot about it, and we see a lot of other brands out there who kind of use these places as vehicles to sell product. Right, right, and and they won't. And, and at least in our opinion, we think that they should be giving back more. So we wanted to kind of set the example that we thought other people should be abiding by. 
and the fact that anyone's giving back anything is a great thing. You know, this form of, of business is of kind of kind of, kind of a, a newer thing that's coming in. People are realizing, like, if I want these things to stay, I have to give back to them. Mm-hmm. That's going to be sustainable. That's going to keep this going for future generations. So, the fact that anyone's giving back anything, we're it, it's amazing. Yeah, you know, we we want that to continue in any way. And some companies just don't have the model to give back that. Sure. It, and I think it's it's really hard when you start a company to go back and say, hey, we're going to give this larger portion. You really have to have a framework and a foundation built from the beginning to plan your whole business. Our whole business is planned around giving back right? and, and that large of a portion. So every move we make, we take that into consideration. So it's any way you can give back. It doesn't have to be money. It could be through action. you know. And that's and kind of segueing on that part. That's what we want to do. If you can't purchase from us, we're going to try to educate you on how to get back to the parks without giving money back, which is knowing the leave no trace principles and understanding the land. And I think in, in order for you to really appreciate these places, you have to look out uh, to, to the history of them and of course. To, to preserve them. And that's what we want to be a very much so like an educational uh, system as well. So of course now when you got this start, how did you build these relationships with the parks to then set up this relationship? <laughs> it's funny because you know we we're kind of old school. We just pick up the phone and start calling, right? And if you want to do something, that's what you have to do. Just pick up the phone, get on your laptop, it, take action, right? And it was like we're when both of us when we put our mind to something, it's let's go, let's let's do it, yeah. you know. So we started getting on the phone. We started calling the parks. Uh, you know, initially we worked with Joshua Tree, and we developed a great relationship with their. Uh, friends group over there and their nonprofit that works directly with the park, the Josh Tree National Park Association, and just developing their relationships and maintaining those. So that's that's really out. That's yeah. awesome. And, it, and it, it's been working. That's yeah. cool. It definitely has. So, it, okay, so when you've got, obviously what you're focusing on right now are um, parks that are local to you guys. Is the plan to um, support all national parks or let people pick which parks they donate to when they're buying something like how does that work so right now we did for it just made sense for us to go to Josh of course, course right yeah. there we can it's easier kind of, we can, mm-hmm. can figure out work how the kinks and see yeah. what we can really do communicate with the park more um, we did do Mount Rainier and that that was great we we did a collaboration with a company called Wilderness Babes okay and that's a great organization as well and we have a lot of success with that, so we have given back to Mount Rainier. And we we plan to work throughout, uh, but we want to really focus on the impact that we're making. So we're, we're, we're adjusting as we go to see how do we make that biggest impact, and how do we get involved, not just financially, but physically. Like how, how do we get there? So we've been taking, him and I have been taking trips to the parks to really, you know, go back again and just let's really feel what this is about let's embody what this park is about and you know talk to the friends groups talk to the rangers and see what we can do to help so to, to answer your question yes we we will be expanding out and we also will be helping state parks but it's it's a slow process and that's why we're in it for the long haul definitely and um i think when it comes to who we work with um a lot of that has depended uh, on who we've met too, and, course, and, yeah. and the people yeah. that have kind of driven us, uh, and you know, we if we can connect um, with people who are very passionate about a certain park and figure out a way to 
create an immediate impact or, or benefit, then we'll definitely do that. We'll put our foot on the gas and go. Right, right, right. That totally makes sense. So you guys launched this on Earth Day 2017, so it's yeah. pretty new. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you have any mentors uh, along this journey that helped you build this business? You, you know, um, for for me personally, I I learned through my mistakes, and I've had a company I started with for it's been almost six years now. I made a lot of mistakes, and, <laughs> <We> all do. <laughs> and uh, I, I learned from from those. A lot. Obviously, I, I read books, I listen to podcasts, I try to keep myself open. My friends, I guess you can say, are some of my mentors. Just having a you know a good spiritual backing, emotional backing. But I have always been one to just go with it and see and make adjustments as I go. And I always try to learn from my failures. And take them as positive things, you know, like, and really make an effort to to change and improve from them. So I think that's my my mentor is kind of, you know, I guess you could say me as I felt, (laughs) (laughs) and and definitely our friends too. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. uh, Like we're we're definitely, um, as Chad said, relying upon ourselves to figure things out and responsible for that. But we also, man, we try to surround ourselves with people who are willing to give new insights, willing to give um, new thoughts. And right. and most importantly, I'm sure you know this too, Josh, honest feedback. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's yeah. hard to get. It's yeah. hard yeah. to get. Yeah. People don't want to hurt your feelings. It's yeah. true. It's true. And so when you, when you find those people who will look you in the face and say, you know, this thing you made, it's really not that cool. <laughs> yeah. And like, yeah. you need to make an adjustment here or there. Those are the relationships that we want to keep. And yeah. the ones that we value. Yeah, you, you want to keep people around you that push you to get better. You know, mm-hmm. which you, you don't want to surround yourself with, and then you just turn into the figurehead of your group. It's just, you, you need to really be pushed consistently and surround yourself with inspiration and yeah. people who are inspiring. And not only just business, but life and, you know, spirituality, everything you can take from it. Of course. And, and, and for us, a lot of these inspirations and things have been nature. And getting out those and clearing your head, and so there, there's a lot to be said for uh, for surrounding yourself with good things. Of course. Yeah. Well, they say you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. I, mm-hmm. I agree. I do too. I totally agree. And sometimes it's a good uh, uh, exercise to look at the five people and be like, okay, yeah. if I am the average of these people, is that a good thing yeah. or a bad thing? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, Okay, so what you start on Earth Day, it's about six months ago, I guess at this point, right? Mm-hmm. Um, how, what have you guys done to grow and gain exposure? Um, the biggest thing that we've, we've seen is working with brands that align with our vision and coming together uh, as, as one. You know, we're, we're really strong opponents of working together with other companies and organizations right. so we can spread our message you know, for, for both of us. And that has been a, a really strong point for us uh, going forward. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, Instagram, you know, just different social media aspects, they're so important today. I mean, they say it's like you have to be almost a, a media company and then you're this. But So that, that's been challenging to, to a certain degree, but we want to keep it as, as real as possible and as educational as possible on that end. And I, I think just... Building these relationships with the parks have helped us, and anyone that we work with, we you know try to really build a, a core relationship. 
that's based you know we try to follow through with whatever we say we try to do good and help each other out share connections and networking I think so far that has been a huge uh, benefit for us growing as a company and just do what you say and follow through yeah you know, that, that's 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 helped a lot definitely that will help anyone yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I want to talk a little bit about the, the types of products that you guys offer. Um, obviously, you do a, a wide variety of you have a, you, you offer some packs, some bracelets, some hats, mm-hmm. um, a few like totes and things like that. What made you pick these sorts of products? So you know, during the past you know five or six years when I've been doing decking, these are products that we've developed in house that we've had more control over, that we've sourced, that we've already gone through all the product testing, and know the products are very well made. Um, so that, that, that's why we started there and we have plans to go much further than where we are, but it's a, it's a starting point for mm-hmm. us and we felt comfortable, uh, selling these products. We know they're good products or quality and they're going to you know, be able to help people through not only their, you know, adventures through the parks, but in everyday life in some degree. And some of them are just like a friendly reminder to get outside. Of course. You yeah. know, it's just, just a simple keychain. We have, you know, take yeah. an eye, you look at it, you're, <laughs> You're in the city, you're driving around, you're in traffic, you take your keys out and you look at it, it's like, wow, I'm kind of head spinning right now, it's my long day, maybe I should go take a hike. And that's kind of why we, you know, made just kind of simple, catchy things like that. But we, you know, we have a lot of plans for the future mm-hmm. and it's a, I'm happy where we started and I look forward to growth. Yeah, and the future is going to be great because yeah. we have, as Chad mentioned, a really strong sense of why behind the brand and that really lifts a lot of limitations for things that we can do and products that we can make um, since we can kind of, you know, channel that that core belief into the products that we're creating. And like, yeah, definitely making stuff that people can use in the parks, but, you know, maybe we'll come out with a line of kombucha one day. Maybe, (laughs) maybe, who knows? And it'll go to support the parks. And right. it's, it's, it's just a matter of doing it for the right reason and then your product will follow. And, and another thing is too, we use these products. You know, it's something that helps. We use, we use all these products every day. Our blankets come consistently taking those on camping trips. I have multiple in my house. They're great to lay down on, on the trail and just kind of check out things, have a picnic. Our backpacks, use those every day. Mm-hmm. Not, um, not to toot our own horn, but our chow sets are the coolest thing. <laughs> yeah, the chow sets they are, are great. so useful. On, yeah. on my last trip to the Smokies, they yeah. were just... I was actually looking at them before you guys yeah. showed up. I was like, oh, these look cool. Yeah, was, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. just, you know just the, the base products to start. And we just released our first t-shirt for Joshua Tree. And we're, we're working with a local business out in Joshua Tree. To, and they're, they're helping us sell some of those. And that's a great thing, too. That, you know, they, they've agreed to give their profits back uh, what they made. So oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and that's Hoof in the Horn and, and 29 Palms. And, and uh, you know, it's exciting to to have an opportunity to give a segue for other brands to take it back as well. Mm-hmm. So that's, we're, we're, we're excited. Of course, I can hear the excitement. The, and the why, I want to talk about that a little bit. It's, yeah. it's something that's really important mm-hmm. because building a business can really suck. You know what I mean? You gotta be passionate. You gotta be passionate because you're going to do stuff that's horrible. Like I was thinking about it before you guys showed up. Like we launched a, a giveaway a couple days ago mm-hmm. and I had 190 emails show up in my inbox this morning because we add an aspect of our giveaways where it says like, hey, tell us about you. 
uh, we want to know you and we're going to respond to you yeah. kind of thing. And I, like, I try and do that with everyone. Mm-hmm. But this morning I woke up and I'm like, I have to respond to 180 <laughs> emails. Yeah. Oh, and then you got to think about that. Why? Why am I doing this? You know what exactly. I mean? And they're just like, okay, it's, it's worth it. Yeah. It's totally worth it. Um, I assume you guys got it from the Simon Sinek. Like, like, absolutely, exactly. Yeah, we're, we're big fans. Science Tech is is a great guy to listen, especially just in life. For yeah, people, you know, you have to have your own business. It just has a lot of valuable points. Devin actually turned me on to him. Great guy to listen to. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's um, it's definitely worth it. And we'll link it up in the show notes so yeah. anyone listening else wants to check absolutely. him out, they totally can. Um, so I want to pivot a little bit into the dynamic of the business. So. You're, uh, Chad, you're in the West Coast in California, <laughs> yep. and uh, Devin, you're here in New York. Oh, yeah. What is it like running a business from opposite sides of the country? Uh, <laughs> it, it, um, it can have its challenges at times, obviously. you got the you know, three hours of you know, the, the time delay from him to me. So. But the internet and technology is great. You know, we can Skype, FaceTime, talk on the phone, email. That's been nice. And he comes home often. So he's consistently coming back. We're doing trips together. So, you know, that, that's been really nice. Um, but it, it, it's, it's, it's had some struggles, but overall we've, we've, we're on a schedule mm-hmm. and we have every morning we talk on the phone and kind of do a briefing of where we want to be. And that, that's, that's helped a lot to keep us on track. And we, I think why it's so easy with this is we have the same goal. Right, you know, where a lot of businesses are, they're trying to figure out what's the, the business model and what you know what they're going to be doing next. For us, it's 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 laid out in our minds, so it makes it very simple and mm-hmm. and, and to to move forward with. Yeah. yeah, I think the the most difficult part is not being able to talk in person and yeah. like and, yeah, and that's and that's I'm sure you know like having your co-founder here is just a it's a big deal and that might be changing in the future. We'll have to see. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I'll be moving back out West. Who yeah. knows? But, um, but I, I tend to be like a, a night owl anyways. And because if I shift my schedule to kind of align with his, it works. I, it, it just works pretty well. I prefer to work at night. I don't, I don't do well in the morning. I, I kind of like having my mornings to myself, just go to, go to the gym, yeah. like get some errands done. And so by the time Chad wakes up, I've kind of been up for a while and I have, my stuff sorted out. Yeah. And then we yeah. can kind of just start hammering out. Right. I mean, it's, it's been really, uh, in a sense, challenging for, for me where, you know, cause Decney creations, I've, I've been doing that for a while now. So parks reserve is my passion project. And I've been able to, you know, kind of scale things around with, with Decney to where I can free up some time to focus on this. So it's a, always a juggling act and it makes it even harder when your co-founder is on the other side of the country. So mm-hmm. finding the, you know, that you got to be a little malleable and, and willing to, to say yes when maybe sometimes you want to say no. But it's, again, like we're going to go back. The purpose and the why is there. So you just keep going, of mm-hmm. course. And, and for you guys both right now, since it's still pretty young, you're doing other stuff on the side, like you said, with your business and then mm-hmm. likewise with you. So it's a lot of hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it is. Lots it is. of hours. Lots of hours. Awesome, but, yeah. the, but the process is fun. Yeah, it definitely is. Enjoying the process, yeah. very important. Definitely, and so you, we were talking about this offline. Uh, you guys have raised a decent amount of money so far for for the parks. You guys want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So 
We've actually been able to donate uh, over $1,200 already. Uh, we've donated a $500 to Joshua Tree. We made a small donation to the Grand Canyon. Um, and we've been working with the, <clears throat> with the WNPF. And they are actually, if anyone's interested in supporting Mount Rainier, Olympic National Park, or uh, North Cascades, they are, the, uh, they are the conservancy that actually does work within those parks. So they're great to work with really prompt and awesome. Oh, yeah. And then like Ashley is our contact there. She's been great. And, uh, and yeah, in addition to the money that we've already, <clears throat> that we've already donated, uh, we have a couple funds going and we take our profits and set them aside and kind of allocate them. Um, we're right now we're raising money for the Bridal Veil Falls, uh, restoration okay. in Yosemite. Um, and we're working with the Yosemite Conservancy right now, um, which again has been great. And, um, and we have a separate fund as well, um, and we're going to be making another donation. But we've raised close to two thousand dollars. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and the, and the Bridalville um, restoration project is, is amazing because just to let you guys know, if you donate to that, mm-hmm. the federal government matches dollar for dollar. Even still, even still, yeah, even still. And, and I think it's up to a limitation. I can't remember the exact number. Once it once I get to a certain part, that stops. Yeah, it's like but it, it's millions. It's, of it's 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 so not anything one person's going to. No, no. So. Exactly. Your donation, whether you decide to purchase through us or just give directly back, uh, every dollar is matched for dollar. So that's kind of a good thing to know. And you can give back by, you know, contacting the Assembly Conservancy. Or, you know, if you have any questions, feel free to shoot us an email. Yeah, and we'll get all that linked up in the show notes yeah. so you guys can find all of that. Um, okay, so the journey is it's short right now. It's got a long future. Absolutely. I, I want to ask... Mm-hmm. What have been some of the hardest parts about building uh, your business? You know, w- with this, we, we've, uh, we, again, I think it's the distance, really, has been a little bit of a struggle. We've worked together in the past, and we've made so many mistakes back then. So and, I, I think, <laughs> and I think, really, it's not trying to get too big too quick. Yeah. You have to have a grassroots movement. You have to be true. And in order for you to be sustainable, you can't be doubling over year after year. It has to be sustainable growth. And that's something we're really trying to keep in mind for this because we want this to last and we want to make a difference with it. Right, right, so it's right, just, right. again, not too big, too quick. You know, we're trying to get away from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Chad's like right on with that assessment. And, the time, of course, that we, yeah. uh, that we need to allocate to it. Never, never enough time in the day. And, uh, you know, not to invoke Gary Vee, but the patience to watch it grow. Exactly. <laughs> you know, because, you know, every, everyone out there who owns a business or has started something wants it to happen now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And we see all the overnight success or seemingly it's overnight success stories. Overnight. No, it's none of it. Uh, uh, behind but, the scenes. But that's what's flashy and that's how yeah, it's like that's all the Hollywood patient. Like, oh, look at this person who was broke yesterday and now it's a gazillionaire. Yeah. And like, if you look it's at their real story, struggle. yeah, like yeah. The they t- failed 28 times before <laughs> they got to that point, right? Yeah. The 10 year overnight success. Yeah, exactly. I think that's so important for anyone that's listening to really understand that was embracing the struggle struggle if you have even in just in life if you're not you know you're not having your own business you have to appreciate the struggle in the process and, yeah and you know that's that's been a, a big thing because you look back at it and you, you get to the next point in your life and you've grown so much from that struggle and it, it's very important to reflect back on, on, on the process and enjoy it as it's you know coming 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. I just think about the learning and the mm-hmm. just how much quicker I am at doing things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now that yeah. I have a business, because I, I just have to be like mm-hmm. efficient and like okay. especially in New York, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no time for solitude sometimes. I know, right? Yeah. Well, you can escape sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I say that as someone who has a car, so it's easy to do. That's that. right. That's That's right. Um, but you mentioned sort of the, the struggle, and I don't know if you guys listen to startup uh, podcasts, like Gimlet Media or whatever they call it, like the trough of sorrow, where <laughs> <laughs> it's just like that, like period where like you validated the idea but you haven't fully gained traction and like you're building it and you're constantly like just overcoming hurdles yeah and it's just like one minute you're up here and the next minute you're just as low as you possibly can be and anything anyone says just like what makes you almost like freak out (laughs) you just gotta put the blinders on and go yeah you know just just go and you know compared to other projects or companies i've worked on in the past like to be completely honest at least for me <clears throat> the lows haven't been that low here. No, they no, really no. haven't. We've faced some difficult decisions already. You know, we've had to we've had to make a couple tough calls because we are, you know, <clears throat> we're like funding this ourselves. But even if something didn't pan out, you know, we weren't going to rip each other's throats out about it. Mm-hmm. You know, we 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 knew that we still know that what we're doing is important, and that you know if we can if we can inspire more people to give to the parks and make the impact that we want then the struggle really seems like, you know, absolutely worth it in every sense of the word. Yeah, I totally get that. Um, Now, what would you guys say is your biggest fear and how do you manage it in regards to business? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I I have a big problem with, I I never want to try to be too perfect, you know, and and a lot of times with design, creating the, the, the next step, you can really get wrapped up in trying to have this perfect end product, which is great. It, it has its pros and cons, you mm-hmm. know. It's, but it can get so extreme to a point where it's like a, it's a it's kind of a handicap to to a certain degree because you move so you move a lot slower. Mm-hmm. You're going back and forth with ideas. It, it can mm-hmm. form a lot of self doubt within. So mm-hmm. I, I think it's important to kind of find the balance with this type of mentality. And I think a lot of people struggle with it, and especially when you're passionate about something. Mm-hmm. You want to have a good end result. <laughs> you want your community yep. to be excited about what you're putting out. But if you never put anything out, you're not going to go anywhere. So it's, it's finding the, the balance between that. That's my, my fear, and I guess something I always have in the back of my mind. Totally. And I don't know if I would maybe qualify mine as a it's a fear, but more of a little bit of apprehension is um, losing any uh, sense of purpose with our actions yeah. or our um, our goals. Because you know, I've I've working in these tech startups in New York, you have the opportunity to see what you know they call culture <laughs> and what can happen to it as companies scale up. Right. And you know, I we want to make sure that. We're not just taking care of the parks and you know, our partners and people that we're working with, but taking care of people that we work with, taking care of ourselves and creating. And like, as you know, you get, when you create a company, you get to create your own environment. And it's a real opportunity and a blessing to do. So we want to make sure and that our sense of purpose is always just at the top of every decision we make. And like, you have a little apprehension that as so many things happen, sometimes, you know, you're trying to like just push everything out right, yeah. and get things done. But, you know, I think 
that's maybe a good that, that apprehension might be good because it keeps you aware. Yeah. yeah. So definitely, definitely. Um, now, obviously, like we talked about this, you've learned a lot over over this time period. What <laughs> advice would you give to someone that um, wanted to start a business in, or uh, in general, or really a business that had a focus on giving back? Yeah. How, what, what advice would you give? First of all, you have to be passionate. I mean, yeah, and we'll go back to the whole thing. You have to have your why. You have to have your purpose. So if you don't have the passion, you're not going to make it. You're, you're not going to get through the hard times. You're not going to get through the sleepless nights. You're not going to get through the 180 emails that you're talking <laughs> about in the morning. Yeah. It's just not going to happen. So make sure that that's aligned with your foundation first, and then you can kind of build off uh, from there. And, and again, we'll go back to the question you asked, how... How do we go about starting this and getting in contact? Just pick up the phone. Use direct messaging. Mm-hmm. Use use the the assets that we have in today's world to just go after your goals. Quit thinking about them too much, analyzing them too much. Just sometimes you just need to go after them. And and uh, I, I think mm-hmm. that's something that I I have learned from over the years. And there's never a perfect time. You just got to go. Um, mm-hmm. um. I think that my, my, my best advice to anyone is to pick a problem that they're encountering mm-hmm. and work to solve it. Yeah. Because if it's your problem, if it's, if it's a problem that you are personally invested in solving <clears throat> that other people might be having as well, the passion's built in, the meaning is built in, the why is kind of built in. And um, also maybe think about something that you're willing to work on for a decade. And that's a pretty good litmus test of how much you care about it. Because chances are you you probably won't be working on it. For a <laughs> you know, a lot of businesses encounter troubles and hard times. But if you say to yourself, you can honestly have a conversation with yourself and sit down and say, you know what, I could work on this for 10 years without even hesitating. Then you're already ahead of 90% of people because you're willing to play the long game. And you're willing to do what it takes long term to get to where you need to be. Yeah, I think that that's really great advice. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what, what's in store for the future? Where do you see uh, Parks Preserve in the next year, five years, and even ten years? If you thought about it, yeah, no, we have. I mean, I, again, we're just we're we're going to continue making you know functional product that we can push out. But it's it, it's more than the product of this, right? It's it, we want to develop a sense of community, and that's something we're going to go over this next year, getting involved with uh, uh, college clubs. Uh, we want to get college students really involved with us that are passionate about the outdoors. Mm-hmm. Really strategically picking our ambassador program that we're choosing to use to bring them on to our team. And, uh, you know, being a, a really just like an educational uh, company that can and help people mm-hmm. understand and how to preserve these places, understand the history, uh, understand where they were and where they're going, you know, what the needs that are there. So we're just, we're going to continue to build from what we've started and, and just make it better. Uh, and that's, yeah, yeah, that's, that's the best way I could say. Yeah. And, and to your point, man, like we're, we're looking to become like, maybe, maybe a good way to phrase this would be like a value machine for people interested in giving back the parks and getting involved, right? It's not just about the money, as Chad mm-hmm. said. You can, you can go help, um, you can volunteer at any one of the nonprofits who support the parks. You can, you can take a friend who's never been to the parks before. That's huge. On a trail that maybe 
you know, maybe we recommend it to you. Mm-hmm. You know, the more exposure these places get, the more <clears throat> the more prone people are to help them. And and you know, we're just looking to not only make an impact with money, but an impact with awareness about them. Definitely. So, what's the best part about running Parks uh, Preserve? Where to start? That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a, a it's a tough one. It, it, again, the purpose and the drive and the determination to do something for good. Yeah. If everyone has something behind them where they want to make a difference, go after it. And, we, and that's what's great about this. Every day we get to do a little something to, to give back and uh, to, to try to solve something that we're passionate about. So I've, and uh, gives us an even bigger excuse to get to the national park. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's really a great. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we've we've turned our we've been able to turn our interest and love for going outside into work. Yeah, I don't think we I don't think we can beat that or top mm-hmm. that. We're working to top that, but yeah, we'll see. Definitely it's doesn't get much better than that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, guys, I really appreciate you taking the time to. Uh, Come hang out in Harlem and uh, chat with me and share your story. It's really awesome to hear what you guys are doing. It's definitely something that's really unique, and um, I think we're going to see a lot more of it in the next couple of years with brands realizing that they can do more um, in helping give back and build awareness for important causes like taking care of the national parks, which people just take for granted. I know I, I definitely do to a certain extent. Um, and I, I love what you guys are doing. Uh, but for listeners that want to keep tabs on what you guys are doing and follow along and see how you progress, where's the best place for them to do that? Um, you can go to parkspreserve.com and you can also follow us on Instagram at parkspreserve. And, uh, yeah. And also if you head to our website, um, uh, we actually give away a uh, free uh, national park pass every month. Just shoot us over your email and, Join our email list and we'll send, we're going to be sending frequent updates about things that we're doing with our park partners and kind of projects that are ongoing that we're working on, new product releases, and it's definitely one of the best places to stay up to date. Awesome. Well, with that, guys, I really appreciate you taking the time. (laughs) Absolutely, Josh. (laughs) Thanks, Josh. If you enjoyed today's podcast episode, then we would be incredibly appreciative if you could log on to iTunes and leave us a quick review. This really helps us get noticed by other podcast listeners like yourself. And if you know anyone that would benefit from this episode, then please share it along. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Ready Ready Podcast. We'll catch you guys next week.